I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Good evening, Scream Fiends, and welcome to this bloody edition of the Screen Kings podcast. Join us this week as we cut deep into the slasher genre in slashers in September. We have a slasher-themed game lined up, as well as our second iteration of the Screen Kings Coliseum featuring, you guessed it, slashers. We will also be discussing the movie of the week or multiple movies of the week, I suppose, thanks to Gordon. And uh, so without further ado, let's begin and talk about some of our favorite slashers. I want to pass it off to Seth. I got to open this thing up. Yeah, I skipped Gordon because he doesn't know any. Man. I got a couple. I got a couple. All right. Well, whoever y'all, y'all fight over. It. Go ahead, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always just been a Michael Myers guy. You and a lot of people. Why? He's like the when you think of a when you think of a slasher of a Halloween killer. I mean, you think of uh, Michael Myers, right? You think of uh, what is it? Who who's the mask of? William Shatner. William right? Shatner. Is it because yeah. it's it's so Midwest? Yeah, you know, it, it's the small, quaint town. It's the it's the music. I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, and Jason, he's more California camp, rich kids. We're talking about Midwest. We're talking about even though it was shot in California, clearly. I mean, they're trying to make it like it's fall and you see palm trees in the background. But we know that it's supposed to be Midwest, California, wherever, Illinois. But, yeah, it's a, it's a – I mean, as all of them, it got kind of schlocky there at the end. But it's got some great iterations. I'm excited for the new one coming out. Do you think Ooh. Jamie Lee Curtis goes full frontal in this movie? I would guess so. I can only hope. God. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't take much for her to begin all that nonsense. Does Michael Myers have the highest body count out of all of them? No. Tom, you would know. Is, who is it? Is it Scream? No. There's uh, only one. Freddy, it should be an obvious choice. Freddy Krueger. I'll give you one more guess. It's an obvious other, choice? The other 300-pound three, mauler. It should be an obvious choice. Monster. Monster? You could you could say that, yes. Jason Voorhees. The obvious choice. Uh-huh. Gordon, why don't you tell us your favorite slasher? I will. Yeah. Let me uh let me get into that really quick. So uh I had uh I have about five. Um I would consider psycho. A slasher. So I did enjoy that. Norman film. Bates. Yeah, I did enjoy that one. Um, I I have the original. Always, what's that? Seth? The original movie? Yeah, the, the original movie. Yeah, yeah, not the uh what's his face reboot. Uh Vince Vaughn. 
Um, I like the Saw series. I've always had a soft spot for the Saw movies. Um, I think those, Tom, do those count as slashers? Yeah. Yeah, they do. I would say so, right? Sure. So um, I'm always a big fan of those. Um, I mean, they started to get ridiculous the further in you got. I would say maybe the first three were solid. Um, yeah, yeah. That's about where it ended, yeah. Yeah, before it started to get ridiculous. Um, I had a soft spot back in the day for a movie for House of Wax uh, with Paris Hilton in it. Does anybody remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I went to the drive-in to see that, and it was it was a buddy's friend's mom that took us to see it, and the first movie was fun and upbeat. It was like, I don't know, maybe like Jurassic Park 3, mm-hmm. and then that one was the second one, and they were very, we'll say, uh, well, they, they were nervous to take the kids to Jurassic Park 3, so you can't imagine what they felt about House of Wax. And then we're yeah. as soon as the first person gets slaughtered, we're driving out. She's like, "Oh, we got to get out of here." <laughs> we drive away. You know how you have it on like your car stereo. We still hear like screams out of the uh, <laughs> out of the stereos. We're leaving, and you just see her reach up and just flick it off real quick, and then we're out of there. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun movie. There, there were some inappropriate things in there for children, um, but it was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was different approach to uh, you know a slasher film for me. Um, yeah. All right, so my next one is The Hills Have Eyes. Um, right. not, the, not the original ones, but the, uh, the, the remakes they were doing back when we were in, like, I think middle school. Very jarring. Probably like 07, right? Yeah, that was probably the first experience I had with, like, a pretty gory movie. Yeah. And I saw it's that in theaters, so it was, it was pretty rough. But, Me and uh, Seth watched that one many times, I think. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. A handful of times. I don't uh, think I've gotten through the second one yet, though. I I had no intention of watching the second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's more of the same. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, and my last one is more of a um, slasher spoof. It is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I own that. I've never seen it though, boy, but I want uh, to. Fantastic. If you're if you love slashers, which I know you do, Tom, the Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is a really good spoof of slasher films out there. Yeah. So I think you would very much enjoy I'll it. Check it out. I saw online, I was looking at slashers. There's a movie out there that I really want to see. Um, that is a mockumentary of this kid that's trying to become a slasher villain villain. And he's like talking to the camera crew and he's like, yeah, I just need to work on my cardio because, you know, I want to make it look like I can, you know, move really fast while just walking, you know, that kind of stuff. So it seemed pretty interesting. But uh, yeah, we, you know, like we already talked about my uh, my experience with slashers is pretty primitive because I'm I'm not into those types of horror films as much. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a couple good ones out there that still kind of hold a dear place in my heart well uh josiah have you ever seen slasher film i've seen one i've seen one slasher one in your entire life yes tell us about it um okay so the series i don't know which movie in the series it was but the nightmare movie nightmare on elm street Street? 
Is that the guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've seen one of those that came out like in the 2010s, probably. Oh, the remake? That one, not that one. Probably, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that's actually the only one I've ever seen, too. Oh, yeah. wow. It, it, it was uh, interesting. It was my first movie like that, and I was I, I did not like it because it scared, it scared me. I'm not going to lie. It scared me a little bit. Um, so And that was in high school, so that be, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad, but, that's, that's pretty you know. Bad. Yeah, it is especially considering how I personally ranked that one up to all the other ones. It's not good. It's not good to say. Next next week you're gonna be watching Dream Warriors. You come back and you tell me about that film, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three. Now that's a film. That's a film, people. That remake with what was his name? Jackie Earl Haley. You can just tell it's a different guy. Is that the yeah. guy that has like a little face? Yeah, he's a small guy. He played yeah. Rorschach in a Watchman. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. The, the whole reason that series is great is because of Robert England. He's got so much charisma as Freddy Krueger. Take him out of that was just. Well, why did they take him out of it? Well, they was going to reboot it. They're rebooting uh-huh. it for a new generation. We got this new guy. No, it didn't work out. Well, ridiculous. I assume he's probably old as shit now too. He could still he could still probably do it today. He's pretty spry for his age too, by the way. How old but is he? It, it was more of a studio decision to do this, but because they've made you know twenty of them with a minute, they were just yeah. trying to reboot and you know capitalize on the name. Kind of like okay. the Rob Zombie Halloweens. Yeah, kinda, kinda, a little bit, yeah. But it was different because Robert England played that role. You know, it's anybody can freaking play Michael Myers. Nobody cares. But Freddy Krueger was a, a personality along with the blades. But, and also they try to take the franchise. It was always known that he was more of a child murderer. And that when they really hit on, you know, he's a child pedophile, which also kind of takes away from him a little they bit. Go in hand to, they go hand in hand together, right? He was more just known as the murderer of children. So he was he was a catch and release guy, not a. Now he murdered him. He just oh, didn't. Okay. <laughs> he was he like wrongfully accused. First. <laughs> he was wrongfully accused of like raping kids, and that's how he was killed in the reboots, right? No, he was. He did it. He it was. It was. It was valid. But what he if he did didn't it. do it though? He, he, no, he did. If I you thought that they movie, made it seem like he didn't. And well, he, they did, but then it, you find like a bunch of pictures. They found like a bunch of pictures in the in the cellar of him doing it uh, and taking pictures, and then they they found that that was the evidence. So, you know, because I think he's trying to lead them down the path that he was wrongfully killed, and then it's BS. But it, it, ridiculous movie again. Go watch Dream Wars instead, okay? <laughs> and then we can talk about actual cool stuff that happened. Or four, five, <laughs> six is terrible. Hey, Johnny Depp's in the first one. Johnny Depp's in the first one. That one's pretty good. Skip two. Two got real. I didn't like two. I sexually, watched two. I watched two a couple weeks ago. I didn't like it. It's very bizarre, and there's a lot of homoeroticism in it. Seth, did you know? Did you pick up on this? That's why <laughs> Seth watched it. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, reviews online. Apparently, all all everybody in the movie was gay, and uh, they didn't have Robert England back in that one either. He came back in three. That's weird. And there was like some weird stuff between the teacher and the student. And there was a bunch of S and M and black leather and 
Wow. It was the 90s, man, right? Sounds great. No. It was the late 80s? It was earlier. I mean, yeah, mid to late. But yeah, it's a very bizarre movie. Hmm. But speaking of bizarre movies, I did want to move on. Seth, you had a punishment last week for getting I did. I did. The punishment was to watch a strange movie, and the one I picked was Phantasm 2. <laughs> Knowing I hadn't seen the first one. <laughs> <laughs> right, Which doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, by the way. I didn't think it did because it did. It doesn't. It won't help you out on this one. But uh, all right, go ahead, Seth, and tell us about Phantasm Two. We wish me to go through the movie because, look, I took extensive notes, and I still don't know if I know, like, know exactly what happened. You don't know what happened in the film. No, I know what happened. <laughs> but it feels like... You don't know why. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. and that, Yeah, that's the movie summed up. These are very strange films with a lot of imagery and a lot of... Uh, you can't explain it. There's... there's, uh, there's uh, what's those things in Star Wars, Josiah? The Ewoks. No, no, hey, no. What up? Not the Ewoks, the ones in they they scavenge the desert of Tatooine in little robes. Tuscan Raiders. I don't think that that's like sand people, ain't it? Um, literally, yeah, yeah. My note says Benjamin Button Ewoks because I thought that's what they were called. <laughs> Basically, just how you know the ones that that that, that sell R two D two and C three PO to oh, Jawas. Ooh. Jawas, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. I wrote Jawas. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch <laughs> of those running around. The tall man. Tell us about the tall man, Seth. I, I really don't know much about him. I mean, was, <laughs> so was he? Is he? Is he the funeral director? Well, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say. Well, yes, yes. But later, he kills the drunk funeral director. The the yes. <laughs> but he's a he's a he's an entity, Seth. He's a y'all saw what say you, right? Y'all remember the episode they talk about this? Is this oh, is that where, him? They, where they yeah. tranny trick somebody? Yeah, he tranny in the first one he tranny tricks somebody. Okay, okay. He, he's I've a always shifter. I've always been interested in watching this because of that. Yeah, so this it, is that movie. <laughs> yeah, I got him oh, on. If you, if you would have told me this last week, I would have watched it. With Seth, <laughs> for sure. Well, Seth is both. That's actually in the first one, but they're, they're both very weird. <laughs> and I have them both, Josiah. You'll have to watch them next week and give us your review. Tom, Tom right. I did take extensive notes, so right. yeah, I could I could go through and just read some of these. What popped uh, out to you? All right. <laughs> so one of the one of my notes says Kevin McAllister and his gay lover Reggie raid the hardware store. <laughs> I wrote that. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, something about Reggie having a skullet, you know, and this character Reggie. I don't know. <laughs> he's in all of them. He's, uh, not, he's not in Phantasm Three, right? Because he's in it. But how? He's in four and five. There's no way. Right? It doesn't. Seth, so I, need, so I need you to explain this to me. They always die at the end, but then they're always in the next one. And it but, turns out that something at the end of the last one didn't actually happen in the next one. So I was having a vision. There was a vision. Somebody had a vision. It didn't actually happen. Because in this movie, right, 
I see I see the little blonde girl Liz have a little right. alien pop out of her back. Right. Yes. Reggie tortures her with the flamethrower. Burns her alive. She's Torched dead. Her. Torched her. Ten minutes later, Liz is at her grandpa's funeral. Right. Like what? What, what about when what he had sex there? with the woman? What? Wait. What? No. Did I miss something? He had sex. Reggie. Reggie had sex. Oh yeah, she was like half his age. What was that? Yeah, she's really, really attractive. Did Reggie very, help write the movie? Did very, he write very, that part in? Very. He was. He was lead producer. He yes. Was, she, had a, a much younger, very attractive woman. There was a a graphic sex scene. Yeah, I wrote. Reggie picks up drug addicted hitchhiker. Yes. But that's in all these movies. And it's always somebody writes it for them. You have to have that in. That's just how the 80s was. You know, I did think this movie was fun, though. Like, it was funny just watching the, this priest uh, pull a flask out down, you know, a, a flask of Jack Daniels. And then he goes over to the casket and he starts stabbing the, uh, the, the grandpa. Body. And then he turns around. Grandma's there. She has a heart attack from seeing it. It's yeah, just, it's a mess. Unbeknownst to him, she was watching him stab her late husband. <laughs> like I, I wrote all these notes in in order that I was watching it, and it just feels like I skipped around. Yeah, I mean, there's no, no, there's not a lot of logic to it, and you know, you put it on the background for the imagery. You know, a tall man turns into a beautiful woman in the first one. Attracts a gentleman from the bar to the cemetery where she in he stabs him, and then as he's she he's riding him, he turns back into the tall man. Was the gentleman's penis still erect, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> man, I... so so was he the, was she the tall man the whole time or just at the yes that she was a, the tall man is a shapeshifter. And he was a real man, Seth. So, he was a he was a, a living, breathing. He was born in the eighteen hundreds. He was real into black magic, Alistair Crowley type. He channels other dimensions. At some point in this film, you did see the other dimension in which he right, usually resides. Right, right. So, so Tom, so <laughs> so in order for the tall man's uh, schemes to come to fruition, right? He right. didn't have to have sex with Reggie. <laughs> so why did no. he have sex with Reggie? <laughs> well, I think that's that's part of the psychological manipulation. <laughs> you know, you get put into this amazing uh, 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 opportunity, this moment, and then it turns out actually you're in hell. Think think of 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 Ramsey Bolton when he was he he brought in those two women to grind on Reek. Before removing his penis. Right. <laughs> you understand now, Seth? I guess he did have the last laugh, didn't he? You could say that. A couple of my notes. I wrote heat-seeking metallic ball with drill attachment murders funeral director. Yeah, the metallic ball. What most people remember about these movies Gordon, Gordon, there's a ball. It's a ball. And it, 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 it chases you, and there's nothing you can do. You, you can't really... I mean, you could probably shoot at it, but you'll probably miss. It's fast. 
It's got these things that come out of it. They stab into you. They stab you and they stab into you. They drill into you. It has a laser too, Tom. Over the laser. There's lasers coming out of it. It's it's, it's OP. It's terrifying. It's a hundred percent terrifying. This thing following you, can't get away from it. And when I saw, there's one part where it actually gets one of the tall man's henchmen. We'll say. Seth. Yep, yep, yep. I wrote um, metallic ball murders assistant to the funeral director. Yeah. After yeah. he cuts off his own hand to avoid all. Right, right. It, and it drills like into his back and it gets inside of him and starts oh. ripping apart his internal organs. And then it comes up through through his throat and then it gets stuck like like trying to get out of his mouth. Behind his teeth. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Yeah. And when I saw that as a child, it was. Well, I, I, I always remembered it. We'll say, <laughs> yeah, I could see why. Traumatizing, maybe. Traumatizing, yes. It's probably about the sixth grade I saw that. <sighs> but no, overall, Tom, look, I didn't hate the movie. Like it was, it, it was fun. You know, kind of making fun of it. There was a couple of '80s, you know, cheesy lines in it. You know. Yeah, I love the very last scene when you think. It, you think they're going to ride off into the sunset, Gordon? Yeah, it had me. I thought it was over. Yeah, the tall man's been defeated. The The funeral parlor has been burned down with him in it. You know, they're, the, the attractive women are there. They're riding off into the sunset. And then they aren't. And then yeah, the she, tall man's there. She like, pull, she, like, pulls half of her scalp off and just... What yeah. I thought was murders Reggie, but... Yeah, 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 but but that's how those movies go, and you really don't know. You can't explain them, and it, it's hard to describe them, and it's just something you got to see for yourself. Well, sounds like a yeah. I saw it. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Seth. It wasn't too bad a punishment, was it? It could have been worse. Could have fought. Def- it definitely could have been worse. Hunter. Yeah. The next time Hunter picks the, picks the uh, punishment, it'll be far worse. Yeah, Ludwig the Accursed is coming. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, well, gentlemen, with that out of the way, I wanted to move on to a game that we're all going to play a slasher game, one that is a brainchild of mine, similar to some of the games we played in the past, called Maniac or Make Believe. And this is where, you know, there's a ton of weird, obscure slasher movies out there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a description of a slasher and you're going to tell me if that it's a real movie or if it's just something that I made up. Kind of like Underground Cinema Secrets, but with a twist, a slasher twist. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it. Josiah, it's going to be one to ten. Okay. Whoever loses dies. That's it. That's the stakes. Or, or we might save that for another pod. The stakes will just be you win the game. So last week I lost, and I had to watch this movie. And this week, when I'm, you know, at an advantage, look, 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 we'll do that. We'll do, we'll do the consequences for the Coliseum. That's a good idea. Yeah. Whoever wins this will be known as the king of the slashers, the scream fiend, as we'll say. Sound good? 
you guys are gonna be pissed off when I win this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're ready for it. I want Hunter's hands on the back of his head the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are y'all ready for number one? Slasher number one. Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are we writing these down, Tom, or what? Yeah, you write down. All you're going to write down is if it's real or fake. And then if you if you know that it's real and you know the name of the film the slasher is from, you'll get a bonus point. Okay, got it. Okay, y'all ready for number one? Yep. Horace Pinker on the outside is your friendly neighborhood TV repairman. But behind the scenes, he's a knife-wielding maniac terrifying the town of Maryville. On top of that, he's a student of black magic and electromancy. Once he's finally caught and sent to the electric chair, the town is relieved that his reign of terror is over. Turns out his killing spree has only begun as he is resurrected as a super-powered wraith boasting the powers of teleportation and powers over any machine. He has been reborn as the unstoppable shocker. Real maniac or fake? Did a studio put money into making that film? Or did I make it up? Is that a... um when we if we're deciding whether or not it's real or not if we think it's real do we put a like are we guessing the movie title are we guessing the character you if you get the movie title right i'll give you a bonus point or just keep it blank it doesn't matter okay are y'all ready yeah all right let's reveal what we think gordon says it's real and he says the film name is Shocker. Both correct. Two points for Gordon. How are you guys doing over there? What up? Josiah said. I wrote fake. I was wrong. Seth said fake. No point for Seth. Josiah said true and shock. Josiah, you knew the name of the film? I guessed it. You said Shocker. So yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I guess that's cool. You know, you did. I've heard of that before, so. Josiah never seen a, a horror film and he got it right and the title. I'm still in it. Death. 1989, The Shocker, one of my favorite films. Dude. I love that movie. Mitch Pelegi plays The Shocker. It's Wes Craven. It's got a badass soundtrack. Let me tell you now, we're talking Paul Stanley comes in. Hmm. I bet Walt would, would love this film, Josiah, if he doesn't know about it. It's I'm it's sure right up his alley. Yeah, it's that sure. kind of metal '80s feel. Really depressing though, in a lot of parts. A lot of shit happens to this kid. But uh, with that, I guess we'll move on to number two. Are y'all ready? Yep, 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 yep. At summer camp, some teenagers pull a prank on the camp's caretaker, Cropsy, but the joke goes terribly wrong. And the teens leave Cropsy for dead after setting him on fire. But no one keeps Cropsy down. A few years later, the burned and disfigured caretaker returns to camp equipped with his trusty shears, ready to unleash his particular brand of vengeance on the whole group of new teens. The murderous Cropsy stalks the campers 
in the woods one by one. Real maniac, or did I make it up? A lot of blank stares. I mean, I, I got my guess. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's reveal. Any trues? Who says? Somebody says real. Gordon says real. And Cropsy, no. Seth says fake. It's definitely not fake. It's not fake. It is real. But the movie name is not Cropsy. What's it called? And Josiah, what'd you say? True. So we got two trues, both correct. Seth, you're wrong again. <laughs> you never heard of Cropsy before? No. Well, I could have made it up. No, that's that's an old urban legend. Well, yeah, it's an urban legend, but you didn't know there was a movie about him, though, Gordon. I could have made that up easily. I figured there was a movie. I know there's a documentary by... Uh, it's not the same one. It's not the Geraldo same one. Rivera, I think. There's the, there's, the, there's a Staten Island Cropsy. And then there's this one, which is the movie. A movie starring Jason Alexander. He's probably about five years. He's like 19, still losing his hair really badly already. You can tell. George? Yeah. Okay. Right. And uh, no, it's, it's not, not the same one. Not the same one. Just now. Okay. Oh, it is the same one. No, I, okay. yes. George, George Costanza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seinfeld, oh, that's right? not him. Not him, okay. I don't know. Jason <laughs> Alexander, I thought that but was... Uh, there yeah. also is a little bit of extra trivia on this. Uh, this famous movie producer, this was his first... The first movie he ever produced. You name him, I'll give you a bonus point. Brad Pitt. Famous movie producer. Yeah, he produces a shit ton of movies. He's probably the most famous movie producer on planet Earth. Uh, right Harvey now. Weinstein. That's it. Good job, Gordon, for a bonus point. Harvey <laughs> Weinstein's first film, The Burning, starring Jason Alexander in the Cropsy Horror film. I love it. It's on YouTube right now in 4K. Check it out. Free. 100%. Well, at least it was last year. I don't know if it still is. That's one you ought to check out. It's a pretty fun film. So what are we at? Gordon, you got three? Four? Four? Seth, zero? Two stag. Jeez. And you said you got the advantage, but Josiah's uh, like well, Josiah's got three, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. You're ready for question number three. Yeah. High school outcast Marty Ratson is seduced by popular girl Carol in the women's locker room. This is revealed as a prank as several students appear and mock Marty's naked body. Led by troublemaker Skip, the students physically abuse Marty before the coach intervenes. Later, two of the students feign remorse and offer Marty marijuana laced with something to make him sick. Skip messes with Marty's science project, accidentally setting off a chain of events that ends with Marty being doused with nitric acid disfiguring him. Ten years later, Carol meets Skip and the others at the high school reunion. They find they are the only ones invited, with the school long vacant and in disrepair. They decide to break in and party, and unbeknownst to them, the school's caretaker has been killed. Soon the friends begin dying in a variety of ways at the hand 
of the insane Marty in the Jester costume. Real maniac, or did I make it up? Hmm. There's a lot of generic horror tropes in there. Hmm. Indeed. Sounds like the plot of Carrie. Almost. A little bit. Halfway. Are y'all ready, gentlemen? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, what are we thinking? Real or fake? Seth says fake three times in a row. Gordon says I'm going to hit one of these times. Josiah, what do you say? Fake. Fake. All three say fake. I made it up. Wrong. The movie is called Slaughter High. That's a real movie. Wrong, gentlemen. Darn. You think I'd write out all that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, I probably would. But no, that is a that is a real film. Seth is going to hit an all time low in this. What, what's that? Seth is going to hit an all time low record. Yeah, you're, you, you're zero points. So there's far. no punishment in this game, though. So he just keeps guessing false. I guess eventually. It's like when you answer C on the, on the Scantron, you know, you got to figure it's got to be there eventually. You may see a pattern. You never know. You never know. You never know what my mind's going to do. Right, Are we ready four. for number four? Yeah. All right. Get ready for number four. Earl Stump is a farmer from a rural part of South Dakota. His earliest and most vivid memory is watching his mother slaughter a hog in front of him. The sight of her cutting the hog down the middle caused him to ejaculate for the first time in his life. As he got older, he became obsessed with the experience, trying to recreate it in many creative ways, each time making it more and more depraved. Fake slasher or real? Josiah is very certain of this already. Josiah saying fake. Seth? What's Hunter say? Let's see what Hunter says first, as and then we'll I, decide. As Seth, soon as it, I hear ejaculated, <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's fake. Yeah, all right. I I also hope that that is fake as well. You would imagine. So I'm gonna say false. I wrote I wrote true. No, Seth, you idiot! It's fake. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're going for the record here, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> I was leading you in a direction. It was the wrong direction, Seth. Now, if we get fake ones, if we come up with a really good title for it, can we earn bonus points? No. Maybe. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to really wow me. All right. That one I based off of Ed Gein, and that is a real story. Yeah, I've heard of Ed Gein. We're going we're gonna to call that movie Come Munster. Right? Anybody? No? No. no. You don't get one from me. No. Enough, yes. Gordon. Idiot. Yes. Y'all know of Ed Gein. Yeah. 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 That is, that is his actual origin story. That really happened. He came in the barn. His mother was covered in blood, jizzed his pants. Immediately on the spot. <laughs> and that's kind of like where his weirdness began. Well, Ed that's Gein was told. the one that Psycho was based off of, correct? Yes. Psycho, Leatherface. Uh, a lot of them, actually. <laughs> a bunch of them, yeah. Even though he only killed like two people in real life, 
I think. Yeah. I think they could only prove like a handful. And then he made the lampshades out of their skin. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he was, his big thing was going to the cemetery and digging up bodies and then making, you know, hats and lamps and yeah furniture out of the bodies. But he didn't actually kill the victims to get the stuff. Yeah, he did kill two people, but yeah, not a terrible guy. You know, he's OK. No, he's all right. He's, he's overblown. It's yeah. overblown. I, I think it was blown out of proportion. Yeah. All right. Well. With that, Seth, maybe you'll be able to redeem yourself on slasher number five. Let's do it. Are you ready? Yes. Frank Zito was abused as a child by his prostitute mother and as a result became a serial killer who murders young women, scalps them, and attaches their hair to mannequins. After he awakens from a nightmare about killing a couple on the beach, he dresses himself, revealing terrible scars on his torso, and leave his apartment towards Manhattan into Times Square. When Frank is randomly invited inside a hotel by a sex worker, she kisses him before he abruptly strangles her and scalps her. He returns home dressed, dresses a mannequin with the dead sex worker's clothing and nails her scalp to its head. Frank tells himself that beauty is a crime punishable by death. Real slasher, or did I make it up? Seth looks confident. Seth, are you confident? I'm not, no. um, Seth? All right, what? gentlemen. What do we think? And Josiah says fake. I went back to the well and wrote fake as well. Seth said fake. Gordon said, can't, it's hard to see. Real? And he says mannequin. Well, Gordon, I will tell you, it is real. That is a real movie. It is not called mannequin. Damn. I'm, in fact, I forgot what it's called. I didn't write it down. <laughs> you just were banking on us not knowing that. <laughs> yeah, he was just looking for really obscure horror slasher films. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's actually not too, too obscure. It was up there on the list, but I forgot the name. I think it was called Maniac. Mm. It's close. <laughs> so, are we ready for number six? Yeah. Josiah. Okay, good. Number six. Mitch Parsons is a patient at Morningview Hills Insane Asylum. For the better part of a decade, he has been a lab rat for the military's harshest experiments. The sleep deprivation, chronic pain, and overall psychological suffering has stripped him of all his humanity. When a storm shuts down the power to the hospital, Mitch sees it as an opportunity to wreak havoc on the staff of the asylum in a murderous killing spree. Real or did I make it up? Hmm. Sound like you described the boys there, Tom. The boys? Yeah. Second season? No. No, I don't remember that part. Josiah, you pretty confident on this one? About as confident as I've been the rest of the game, so not at all. All right, the one gentlemen. I'm confident on is the ejaculation one. I'm a wrote fake. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Fake? Fake. fake. Gordon says fake. Josiah says fake. The movie was fake. I didn't. Yeah, it. give me a one point. Well done. <laughs> He's on the board. We are on the board, boys. <laughs> but it could be a fun film, no? It could be. It has legs. Are we ready for number seven? Yeah. Wait, let's get the scores. Who's winning? 
Not me. No clue. I have seven points. Seven. Gordon's got seven. Seth has three. One. 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 <laughs> oh wow! One point. Seven. One. And Josiah, what do you got? I have no idea. Probably, Probably like five. five. I think he has five. I think he does have five. All right, Let's that's go what we'll that. go with. All right, number seven. After a traumatizing event as as children, Angela and Peter are sent to live with their eccentric aunt. A few years later, they are sent to a summer camp where Angela is a target of much ridicule, mainly due to her introverted nature. Eventually, the kids become friends with another outcast of the camp, Paul. When a string of murders starts to take place, all the camp uh, starts to suspect the group of introverts. Real or fake? All right, gentlemen, what are we leaning towards? What are we think? Fake. Thinking? Fake. It's 100% fake. Seth is very confident and out of the gate to say fake. Josiah? Let's go for real. I'm saying real. Gordon and Josiah both say real. Well, gentlemen, I'll tell you this. It is real. What? And I'll also say that I sat down and watched this film with someone at the table here. Seth. And it's not either of the ones that got it right. <laughs> I sat down and watched watched this film with Seth. No more, maybe last year. No a way. Year ago. Sleepaway <laughs> camp, Seth. Holy crap! Sleepaway camp. Do you, is it ringing a bell? Sleepaway camp. I mean, this was supposed to be erasing the hole. <laughs> it turns out. At the oh, end, is that the one where she's a she not to be a boy? Yeah, she's it's a tranny. She she's got a wiener at the end. Oh, you're right. You see it on camera. You're right. You're right. Sleepaway camp, Seth. She's holding the, the kids' heads off his body. Is it ringing a bell? I remember is it, now. Is it real or prosthetic? The the penis or the head? Penis. The oh. penis is a prosthetic. Look it up. Sleepaway camp. I remember that now. Very wow. disturbing uh, scene at the end. It's a it's a weird movie overall. There's a little bit of pedophilia in it. Very Just a little strange. though. I mean, it's still like classic. A little bit. <laughs> and the pet the pedophile gets doused with gasoline. Penis. It's uh, like hot oil from. He's a cook. It's a, it's a strange movie. Check it out, folks. All right, Seth, you still got one. Yeah, one <laughs> yeah. big one. Gordon eight, Josiah six. All right, are we ready for number eight? Yep. On Halloween night, two friends, Tara and Dawn, leave a Halloween party and drunkenly wander back to Dawn's car, where they notice a strange man in a clown costume. The clown follows them into a nearby pizzeria. After a short time, the restaurant owner roughly escorts the clown from the premises for smearing his own feces all over the bathroom walls. The girls, <laughs> the girls discover that one of Dawn's car tires has been slashed and Tara calls her sister Vicky to come and pick them up. The clown returns to the pizzeria where he kills and mutilates the two workers before abducting Dawn. Tara soon encounters the clown inside the apartment building. He pursues her through the indoor mechanics garage and stabs her with a scalpel, and then he drugs her. 
Terra awakens bound to a chair, and the clown reveals Dawn suspended upside down from the ceiling. He forces Terra to watch as he saws Don in half with a handsaw. Terra escapes, but the clown draws a handgun and shoots her to death. Vicky arrives to take Terra and Dawn home, but is lured into the basement by the clown. There, she discovers that she believes what she believes is an injured Terra, but is actually the clown who had severely mutilated a woman and is wearing her scalp and breast. Is that a real slasher, or did I write all that out? Oh, I don't know what comes from your crazy mind. <clears throat> you lost me about halfway through that. That was really long. It was pretty long, wasn't it, Josiah? Yeah. A little case of the over-explainings, Tom. A little bit. I don't know what you got. Gordon says real. Josiah says real. Real? Everybody say real? I said real and terrifier. And the terrifier. That is the terrifier, Seth. Well done. That's two points for Seth. I'm on the comeback, boys. When did, did you watch that? Uh, last year, I watched it on Netflix at work. Yeah. Fun movie, ain't it? Yeah, it was actually like kind of good for what it was. Tell us about the sawing scene. I remember exactly what we're talking about. He takes that, that big ass saw and just starts sawing down her crotch. Badge first starts oh, yeah. sawing as the other oh, girl watches. And he was ripping lips. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's probably the best slasher movie made this decade, but that's because it's like the only one. When was it made? It's not too old. I think it's like three, four, 20, yeah, three, 16? four years ago. Yeah, something like that. Twenty fourteen, pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as you said clown and pizzeria, I knew what it was. You knew. I've, yeah, I've seen. I'm fairly certain I've seen the trailer for that because that sounded super familiar to me. It's pretty wild. It's it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. <laughs> All right, are we ready for number nine? Yes. In the town. Of Moorhai in 1957, the patients of Dr. Evan Randall and his son Evan Jr. keep disappearing. The townspeople found out the father and son duo had been ripping out the patient's hearts in an attempt to bring back the doctor's dead wife. The townspeople stopped Dr. Randall or, or stabbed Doc, stoned Dr. Randall to death, but Evan Jr. disappeared. And then wait, doesn't my notes are separated here? Tom can't decide what he wanted that character to do. <laughs> 35 years later, the adult Evan, now nicknamed Dr. Giggles, for his hideous laugh and insatiable obsession to follow in his father's footsteps, escapes from a mental asylum, killing everyone in his path. Real or fake? Tom, I wrote fake as hell. That is definitely fake. Okay, those two are saying fake. Gordon, are you going to go fake. against the grain? No. Everyone says fake. Bingo, bingo. And everyone is incorrect. That is a real movie called Bullshit. Dr. Giggles, 1989. Have you seen this movie? I have not seen this one, actually. I was just going through obscure <laughs> slasher films and came across it. It sounded pretty wild. Dr. Giggles. Google it. Real movie. 
And that brings us to number 10, the final one. Where are we at? Gordon's got. He's winning. He's nine points. Win. <laughs> nine? Yep. Seth's got two. Three. 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 And Josiah's got. Six. It doesn't matter. Eight. <laughs> sure. Josiah's got eight. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he has seven. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Are we ready for number 10? Yes. Maybe not. In, Ven- in Venice, Los Angeles, Tris DeVoe, an 18 year old high school senior, decides to throw a slumber party while her parents are away. Their neighbor, Mr. David Content, is given the job of checking on the girls. She awakens and gets dressed shortly before going to school. Meanwhile, Russ Thorne, an escaped mass murderer, kills a telephone repair woman and steals her van. Trish meets up with her friends Kim, Jackie, and Diane. She invites the new girl, Valerie, to the party, but she declines the offer. After school, one of their classmates, Linda, goes back into the school to retrieve a book but gets locked inside. She is attacked and presumably killed by Russ on with a power drill. As the party begins that night, the girls smoke marijuana and drink alcohol while Valerie babysits her younger sister. Courtney across the street, the, the two boys from school, Jeff and Neil, Raven spout on the girls while they change clothes. Russ kills Mr. Content outside with his power drill. Diane asks Trish permission to go to her boyfriend and goes to his car to find the decapitated and murdered neighbor. Wow. That was a lot. Guy going around with a power drill, killing teens, pizza, alcohol, marijuana. Did I make it up? Or is it real? Was it battery operated or, or uh, what? The drill? No, actually, I think it was cranked. Oh. Wow. You know what it brand it was? Was it the Craftsman? What was it? It was probably some kind of off-brand generic Japanese import. Mm. All right. All right. Yamaha. Yep. Tom, I wrote real. I'm not going to win anyway. I wrote real. Let's see what what happens. Okay. Okay. What about you two gentlemen? Josiah wrote real. I'm saying it's fake. And Gordon wrote fake. Well, Gordon, unfortunately for you, that movie is real. Mm. Slumber Party Massacre. Sorry, fag. Sorry. Kills the teens with a drill. Was it three? Can I also tell you that it was a whole other paragraph I had that I just decided not to read? (laughs) (laughs) It probably would have gave some more context. But I figured y'all got enough of it. Josiah, that brings you up to 11 points. Gordon at nine. Yeah. Seth. <laughs> I don't know about the math on that. But well done, Josiah. <laughs> winner up to make sure I didn't win. <laughs> winner of tonight's game and Screen King Slaughter champion, Josiah Ward. Seth, give him a hand. Very nice. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I saw him clapping, but I didn't hear any sound. I, I didn't hear it either. But we 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 know he was there. Yeah, I the just audience wanted, heard. I just want to thank everybody involved. Uh, 
Thank mm-hmm. you, Gordon. I know you probably deserved it, but I'll take credit for it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It was close. It, the judging, there was a lot of, you know, back and forth. At the end of the day, it is what it is. I'll be ready to move on to. As long as Seth lost, right? Right. right. Seth lost. All that matters. And that's what we know. <clears throat> Even though Seth had seen several of the films on the list and had a very big, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Advantage. She said advantage before we started. Guys, we know I'm a piece of shit. We all know this. Yeah. Truly. Understatement. But yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the movie review of the week. Was supposed to be Friday the 13th, part six. But Jason lives. But there was some um, miscommunication, we'll say. Gordon ended up watching part eight. <laughs> Seth watched part three. <laughs> and Josiah was not allowed to watch any. So I played the game. Does that count? No. All right. <laughs> Let's get into it. Um, I guess I'll talk about part six briefly. The one we were supposed to. Well, Seth, you've seen it, though. You know part six. They all blend together for me, Tom. I've seen them all multiple times, but they all run together. The reason I like part six and Gordon, why I wanted you to watch that one is because it's a it's like a full power Jason. You know, it's got all the elements of a Jason movie. He's got the hockey mask. They're at Crystal Lake machete. You know, it's 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 got everything that that you think of when you think of Jason. It's classic Voorhees, right? At any point, does Jason Jason punch somebody's head off? No, no, that's only in. And you know, there, there's a there's an argument there that that it isn't as good as eight because of that, but <laughs> also, Gordon, you can't. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot going for this film Gordon yeah you know just just picture this you know in every other horror movie you're like they do something stupid and you're like why did they go and didn't go and shoot the guy in the head six times after he was down have we all experienced that Josiah you understand that sentiment Josiah definitely definitely I definitely was paying attention to what you were talking about <laughs> I agree I agree Josiah, in the horror films, when you're yeah. like, why doesn't he just go back and shoot the guy while he's down now? But they always let him go on. And then you're like, that's stupid. That's annoying. Right. You know, right. and then they turn around and he's 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 either disappeared or he's in their face with an axe. You know what I'm talking about? That trope. Yes, I, d- I definitely know that. Yep. Now, in this one, the whole premise of the film is combating that. The first scene is Tommy Jarvis, who's like, I know who that is. Jason Six. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a shotgun. He's cool. He's Tommy Jarvis. He's kind of like the protagonist of the whole film, all the films. Okay. He's only in three of them, though, this being the last one he's in. But he he knows Jason is dead. He killed Jason. Here's what you got to understand. The first four films, Jason was a man, flesh and blood, me and you. There wasn't really a whole lot of supernatural elements to him. Okay. And in the fourth one, a young Tommy Jarvis as a kid kills him. Finally, you think he's dead. He hits him in the side of the head with a machete, falls down dead, dead as a doornail. Okay. And then five, it was an imposter, Jason, which that's, that's the first one me and Seth watched. That was a rough one. 
So Jason's not back yet, but in six, in six, that's where you come into the Jason we all know, the zombie. Again, Tommy Jarvis goes to the cemetery. He's going to make sure Jason's still dead. He's going to and if he he's he's going to make sure of it. He's going to decapitate him. He's going to destroy the corpse so Jason can't get back up. Just to be sure, and that's the trope I'm talking about that kind of subverts in this film. And he stabs him with a lightning rod, cemetery gate, the lightning strikes the rod as it's in Jason and, and reanimates his corpse. And now you got a zombie Jason, which again, it wasn't, that's not really how these movies went up to this point. That was kind of a new thing. Now you got the terrifying supernatural uh, walking uh, uh, juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Didn't they reboot this or something? Uh, With uh, Jamie Lee? Is that a different movie? It's a different franchise. Yeah, you're okay, thinking okay. of Halloween. Yeah. I'll just leave my mic. He'll go back to what <laughs> Different franchise, different... Different, All right. different studio. Let me, let me know when we get to the, uh, the other thing I'm involved with. I don't know what y'all are talking about. All right, well, um, the only other uh, different thing about this one is that also Crystal Lake, the camp, the camp is up and running, and there's actually kids there. Usually all these movies take place before the kids get there for obvious reasons. If you're a writer, how are you going to write? I guess Jason just walks around all the kids. He doesn't kill them. Or you write that Jason slaughters a bunch of children at camp. But this film went with the latter option. And yeah, it's kind of like he's like standing over the bed of a child. He's about to stab him. Look, everybody loves a good child murder, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they, you just couldn't do it. You just can't, you can't get away with You can get away, especially in the 80s, with the most vicious rape scenes that you've ever seen in a film. But when it comes to child murder, that's just draw the line. can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. So it was kind of weird seeing some parts where he just kind of like left the kids alone. And moved along. It was distracted. It was weird, but other than that, it was. And seeing Tommy, Tommy figures out, you know, you can't kill him by shooting him. He's done killed a bunch of police officers trying to gun him down. He squashes them all easily, and then he gets this harebrained idea to drop, put a chain around him, chain, put the other end of the chain on the end of a rock, and drop him to the bottom of the lake. And that's his scheme. And at the end, that's kind of what happens. It's a good, it's a good plan. Yeah. And and it works out. And it works out. He, and, and at the end of the film, Jason's just down there, just waiting, just alive. You know, he's not nobody killed him or anything, but because you can't really kill him, but he's kind of like trapped, kind of like a genie in a bottle. And just the ominous thought that he's down there. And he could anything could happen, and then he's back. And then he's in your hair again. Just that that ominous feeling is something that scared me as a kid thinking about that. It makes you think if you're swimming in a lake, is Jason going to reach up and grab your foot? You know, that kind of thing. And that's kind of what just that ideal made that movie scared me as a kid. Tom, has there ever been a slasher where they've captured like the government has captured the uh, yes. slasher? Uh, yeah. watch, watch Jason X, Hunter. <laughs> What like go on, Gordon? Well, I'm just saying, like they just capture them, and like they're you know they're just like 
either running experiments or just like, you know, just, just kind of watching them. Yeah. Only, only in the Jason films, I've seen that number nine, they, they send a really attractive and and watch the movie just for this opening scene, by the way, Jason nine, Jason goes to hell. They like, uh, get like a, a bait. We'll say a, a a woman who's like a, a military person to go in and undress in the cab and, and, you know, you think she's all there alone. And then, of course, Jason, that's like blood in the water to him. So he shows up to the cabin to try to murder her. She lures him down to a vantage point where about 100 soldiers pop out, hit him with rocket launchers, uh, grenade cans. They're tired of Jason's shit. He's been killing people for eight movies now, and mm-hmm. we're done with him. Yep. So the military comes in and bl- pay, basically blasts him to pieces. And only his heart's left. And the movie gets really stupid after that. That's the only good part is about the first 10 minutes. Watch the movie for that and then turn it off. I won't even explain the nonsense that happens after that. But then in 10, like Seth said, he comes back and they like got him chained in a building. He's got like a big metal thing holding him in Jason X, which is pretty wild. Every once in a while, they'll throw a teenager in there. That was like fun. They they, they cryo-freeze him. Yeah. And then like a hundred years in the future they come to an abandoned earth you know and they, and they take years. him they take him on this spaceship to earth too and then he breaks loose in the spaceship it's it's wild yeah. goes on a spree it's pretty awesome he gets injected with like nanites that make him like super powered huh. even more <laughs> super powered it, it's yeah. fun it's fun yeah but gordon i guess since the one you saw the one that you can relate to us with jason eight which Maybe my favorite one. It was fun. I, fun I'll movie. say that much. Like it was, there was a lot of like stupid stuff. Like I can't, I can't even think of all the ways that he killed people. There were so many different ways that he killed people. They drowned yeah. some guy in like a barrel, punched one dude's head off, which is probably the best way that he's ever killed anybody. I can imagine. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And that was supposed to go. It's Jason takes Manhattan. It's supposed to be so New York centered. But right. like, yeah. There's one scene that's actually in New York, the Times Square scene. The rest is obviously shot in Vancouver. And <laughs> they, they wanted to have that scene, the one you're talking about, in Madison Square Garden. Right. It was supposed to go, but the budget did not allow for that. Right. So they ended up just fighting on a rooftop. And yeah, Jason takes the kid's head off. Yep. That's a fun scene. It was awesome. Yeah. But, um, but ex- explain to me the mechanics of how they're on a boat in crystal lake which is supposed to be a lake somewhere in like new jersey right but that leads right, out right. i guess it canals out and goes up to new york right right he catches a, <laughs> a ride on the ss lazarus by the way yeah oh yeah yeah that's very clever very clever <laughs> uh yeah i don't i don't know man i don't i don't know the ins and outs of the uh <laughs> the northern canals of of the United States, how that works. I don't know. I don't don't think it works that way, though. I don't think it does either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what was uh, some notable moments for you in this movie, Gordon? Mm. What about when the whore tries to seduce her teacher? I don't remember that part. That's a... You don't remember that part? No. I don't think you watched this. No, I don't think so either. Part, if you don't remember that part. What about I was Jason, out of the movie here and there. Jason you know, it was one of those things dude. where it was one of those things where I'm throwing it on and like I'm also doing some other stuff at the same time. Um, she's, trying to, she's trying to get extra credit. 
they uh <laughs> he kisses him on the mouth Ooh, damn i, I wish i hadn't missed that part <laughs> um jason the part where uh, i mean obviously we talked about the harpoon part you know right I enjoyed that that was fun it was a lot of fun um and then they throw the contamination stuff on jason and like he turns you, into you skip a, into the very end. You skip into the very end where right. apparently in New York there's just barrels every night of, around midnight they release like hundreds of thousands of gallons of toxic waste into yeah. the sewer. Right, right. And the waste gets all over Jason and it deteriorates him into a child. Child, yeah. <laughs> you tell me, Gordon. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, what is? <laughs> I have no idea what that's supposed to be. In Jason lore, this is actually where he dies for good. If you're going by canon, canon Josiah, you can understand that yeah. word. This is the that that's yeah. his definitive end in that sewer. You saw it, Gordon. You saw Jason's last dance, and the rest is kind of like nine Jason X with the space stuff. That's kind of like uh, legends, we'll say. Okay. Kind of like non-canon type because it was done by a difference. And notice in this one, they all the all of them were called Friday the Thirteenth. This is Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Now the next film was not by the same people and was was a lot of rights dis, you know dispute. It's that's why it's called Jason Goes to Hell instead of Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine. Right. This sense. was the last Friday the Thirteenth film, and that is Jason's definitive end. They made a new sequel. Something they might have to start there or do something else. You know how it goes. It's the studio. Josiah, were you excited about this movie? <laughs> Josiah got up and left. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> now. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't uh it wasn't terrible. Like I I I had some fun with it. So um I guess for me, the campier, the better. <laughs> Where'd just I go? Probably potty break. I can't even see Seth. <laughs> Wait, is is Josiah at your house? Mine? No. Yeah. Who are you looking at? Was that your mom or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think because it was just kind of strange. Like he got up and left, and as he was leaving, like I watched you follow somebody through the room. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was like in your closet. (laughs) A lot of stuff going on, folks. We apologize. And the opening part of Jason part six, Gordon, that you missed was like you see him kill somebody, and then he like you see like a kind of like in a James Bond fashion, he like walks halfway through the scene and then slashes. And then blood comes down. And an <laughs> homage to James Bond, Gordon. You missed that. That would nice. have been a good one. It was very, very schlocky and insane. But, well, I mean, uh, these movies are kind of known for, like, uh, from what I understand, like, kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit, right? A little bit. No, not even a little. Eh, yeah, not even a little bit. Like, you're completely wrong. I thought that I thought that these were breaking the fourth wall every once in a while. No, I wouldn't say that. Hmm. Maybe I mean, it's not even what I'm thinking of. How do you break a fourth wall in a fucking slasher movie? 
Seth, what are you even talking about? You can break a fourth wall in any movie. All you have to do is look at the camera and just start talking to the audience. You think Jason Voorhees sets and starts talking to the audience of why he's going to kill this counselor? Maybe. That would make for an interesting film where Jason Voorhees is actually narrating. That was the thing about this one is that there was no camp. There was no counselors. They were going in a different direction. What about that scene where he's walking down Times Square? Wasn't that something, Gordon? The, um, was, that, was that where there was like some... He was chasing the, the two... Right, people, right. Right. Yeah, they're looking for their dog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A guy that's only been in a swamp basically his whole life. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> in the big he's, city. He's in the big city. In the big he, apple. He stops and he looks around. He's like breathing real heavy. You got Kane Hodder as Jason, who <laughs> most people go with. He's the guy who's supposed to play Jason. He does right. him the best. People like this guy to play him. And you just see kind of like his 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 amazement. At what what is this place? What is this kind of place? And it kind of gets him for a minute, and then he just keeps walking. And he's over it, you know. <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He just doesn't stop. And he kicks. Did you see where he kicks the like a bunch of thugs like boombox over? <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get like, well, somebody gets kidnapped by like uh, like some hood rats or something like that, right? Or they get like jumped or something. Something like it. Yeah, I can't. No, no, no. He's chasing the two he's been chasing since the beginning. He's going to kill this girl Mm -hmm. and her friend. Yeah. He's chasing them through New York. Nothing's going to stop him from getting it. Nothing's going to stop him from getting to them. Hunter, you should give the Cliff Notes website a bad review after this. You think so? Yeah, I think you should. (laughs) Um. But Gordon, tell us about the movie. I just told you. It's it was decent. So would you recommend it? You get to see Jason downtown. I mean, honestly, I haven't really seen any of the other Jason movies, so sure. Yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. Okay. I guess that's good enough. I do kind of want to see the sixth one now as well. You see the sixth one. That would have made for a much better discussion. Just Tom, for the there's, James no, Bond Tom, there's, there's no way Hunter watched this movie. I'm calling bullshit officially. Oh, he saw all the notes. Yes. No, I, I don't think he watched it. I want justice taken because I watched my. <laughs> he, he, he. I want justice. Not only did he not watch it, but he read the wrong cliff notes. I want justice taken, Tom. He I read watched the cliff it. notes to eight <laughs> instead of six. <laughs> I mean, do you uh, do you want to test me? Like, how are we how are we going to test it? No, I just want the verdict read in my favor. I mean, you either didn't watch it or you was on your phone the whole time. There's very big parts of the movie you can't even tell us about, Gordon. None. Very big parts. I, I took big a parts. sheet of notes. Okay, how did the Asian girl die? Yeah, please. You watched it like when? When did you watch it? Was Six that, hours ago. Uh, was that the one in the disco disco room? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. On the dance floor. What'd he do to her? He choked her. All right, all right. Uh, what about the uh, girl at the beginning with a guitar? He kills her with the guitar. The rock star. That's on the uh, the boat. 
Look, you got you could have got that from contact clues. Well, Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> Get him, Tom. Keep asking these questions and I'm answering them. Get his ass. <laughs> one, of, one of these days we're gonna do a we're gonna make uh what do you call it? A uh a, a commentary track for all eight films. Sound good? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hour and a half a piece. Be able to sync up your video with the movie and watch it with us. That'll be fun. And maybe this will go a little bit smoother next time. But as far as right now, I guess let's move on to the mailbag. Ooh. We got some mail this well, actually it was a couple weeks ago, but and nobody's emailed us since. I, maybe people thought we were dead. Maybe people just don't care anymore. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, uh, we got one from uh, well hung in regards to our Spider-Man episode. He says, "Wow, nerds, was that one dude? Has that one dude ever even seen a Spider-Man movie? He didn't know anything about the villains. Lame. Try not to suck too hard next time." Wait, who's he talking about? Me? I'm assuming me. Probably Seth. The fact that you don't know is pretty bad. <laughs> multiple people on the pod, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. And you know what? With this display of Jason information, I don't think it's it's gotten much better. Gordon. No, this is not. <laughs> this is not uh, uh, convincing us that anything's getting better. Yeah, and. Uh, Maybe something to lighten up the mood is our buddy um, Stavoy, Henry Allen, sent us a, another cryptic riddle asking for uh, somebody that played in a Matthew McConaughey flick and was a producer in a Spider-Man film. I wasn't able to decipher it. I had no help from anyone, of course. I thought, I mean, I, I went through IMDb. I thought it might have been a guy named John Paxton. He played in both of those films. But he wasn't a producer, and that's as far as I could get. So hmm. that's where we're at on the mailbag. Okay. All right. You're supposed to figure out the producer of a. He was a producer a in a Spider-Man movie? film, and he played in a Matthew McConaughey movie. Well, I mean, it should be pretty easy to narrow down, Tom. Should it not? I mean, come on. <clears throat> okay, I sent all the stuff to you as soon as I got it. I didn't I... get anything. I didn't get anything. No, yeah, I don't talk to me. Eight. No, no, you didn't. No, no, you never wrong. You never wrong. I got it. I got I it. I sent Tom. it to everyone in this. Did not send I, it to me. I swear you did not send it to me. Josiah's seen it, and we're all in I, the same group. I've seen it. I yeah. saw it. We're in the same group, Seth. So, so, uh, no uh, way. Yeah. You always skip over the messages. Yeah. It was there in the, in the, in the group. And you didn't care, Seth. You didn't care. Stavoy. I didn't say I cared, but I didn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> like, legitimately. Well, I mean, that's not on me. You'll have to you'll have to send it into the group my my our group chat because I I don't look at the I don't look at the Facebook group. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Just it's it's stupid. It's it's pointless. It's the worst thing in the world. I hate That's it. It's not I, true at all. There's a lot of fun in that group. I check in on that group maybe once every three months. That's about right, Josiah. Even if I get tagged, I won't check it unless it's from Tom. <laughs> And that's rarely. You're lucky I saw the text today, Tom. You're lucky I'm here. <laughs> I don't know how lucky <laughs> you are because not doing much. And I've been drinking too much. But if I'm you're here. interested, folks, hit us up at screenkingspod at gmail.com. Send in questions, concerns. Uh, what's your favorite slasher? 
Uh, did we do a good job this week? Did Gordon oh. actually see Friday the 13th Part 8? You tell us. No way. <laughs> All right. I guess let's move on to our final segment, the Coliseum. We've done one of these before, gentlemen, just one. And uh, it went all right. I guess, uh, Seth, you know about uh, this, uh, what do you call it? this draft system from the sports ball that you watch? Yeah. It's going to be kind of similar to that. We're going to pick three apiece. We're going to each one, each slasher that we pick gets one item or weapon tool that you equip them with. And um, was there any other rules? They can't be like, it, it can't be like pumpkin head and cool. like raw head Rex. It's got to be like a humanoid slasher. Isn't pumpkin head a humanoid though? No, he's a demon monster. Hunter, get it he's as humanoid as Godzilla is. You're okay. Monster. Not humanoid. All right. Let's do Josiah, it. do you understand the rules? Josiah is the moderator for this round. He'll be listening to our arguments on which of our teams would win, and he will be the law of the final word. I will say just a note for you guys. Again, I have not seen hardly – I've not seen any of these movies. So it's, it's going to be solely based on your arguments. Which so is a good thing. Explain – whenever you list the character, don't assume that I know anything about him. Right. Anything about his weapons, what he does, give me an example. Give me something right. to work with. Otherwise, you're going to lose. All right. Josiah was born yesterday. This is day one. Correct. You got to explain it. All right. Who's going first? In, in, uh, for all the listeners. Yeah. How are we going to do the order? I feel like I have an advantage. Josiah, we'll let Josiah pick. I get a pick. Well, look, Hunter won the game, right? He won the game earlier. So why don't you give him first pick? Allegedly, but yeah, let's go with Hunter. Apparently, Josiah won that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who gets, oh yeah. I'll default <laughs> to Hunter. We'll let Hunter. He All came right. in second, so. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, oh. so Hunter, then Seth and me. Yep, and then yeah, you, then Seth, and me. Way. Okay. Well, Gordon, you get the honor of picking your first slasher for your roster. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, the, the easy pick here, Jason Voorhees. That's a, good one. That's a really good one. We're talking, are we talking the Jason as a human or when he comes back as a badass zombie juggernaut? I think you should go Jason Voorhees from uh, uh, number one, the first film. The child. Right. <laughs> All right. What are you going with, Gordon? <laughs> yes. Baby Voorhees. So Gordon, oh, Mama baby Voorhees, Voorhees. maybe. <laughs> Mama Voorhees is his uh, weapon that you're choosing, correct? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. wait. I, I assume you're going with the zombie. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, the zombie. Okay. What weapon you, are you equipping him with? Machete. Okay. So you got a guy, Josiah, six foot eight, monstrous, can't be stopped. Extreme yeah. strength, durability, not great on speed, but. He's sure. got everything else going for him. Sure. Okay. okay, Seth, was that going to be your first pick? I would, I would have got, I would have got him or Myers, right? So since he's gone, I'm going number two, Michael Myers. I'm going classic, 
you know, you think of Slash or you think of Halloween Night. This is the boogeyman. This is the guy you think of. All right, let Just, me ask you this, Seth. Is it are we going with uh old school Michael Myers or are we going with Rob Zombie? Ooh, Michael Myers. I think you I think you gotta go Rob Zombie Myers because old school Myers was just like a guy, you know? He was just in a jumpsuit and a and a, and a Halloween store mask. Half foot nine. He was yeah. He was he yeah. was a buck eighty, you know, soaking wet, you know, and you got new Myers. He's more like you know, six four, you know, two sixty. That's probably a good idea, Seth. Yeah, you got you got to go the more dominant Myers. Yeah. Now, with Seth picking this Myers from the Rob Zombie, he is a human, but he's bigger and a lot stronger. Okay. Say is this the kid who got Myers. raped. He did not get raped. No. Okay. He's the kid that <laughs> killed his older sister. Yeah. He he murdered his older sister. Yeah. He murdered his older sister as a child, and he was sent to an insane asylum for years. And he, all he does all day is push ups sit-ups and eats and he's a big strong guy and now he's finally broken out he's gotten his mask he's got his machete i or he is machete. after jamie lee curtis what mm-hmm. weapon yeah, are you going with seth jamie lee. His, okay what's his i mean attack? i feel like i feel like hunter already said it but michael myers you gotta go just like the classic what kitchen knife right the butcher knife yeah, right. butcher knife, yeah. the big one the big boy okay All right. i mean can we load these these Suckers up with you know like Jason Voorhees grenade launcher, you know like. Well, if he if he ever <laughs> used one, then yes. But I don't believe in all my knowledge that Jason ever used a grenade launcher. He's used shears. He's used axes. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Throwing knives. So, are you, so we're choosing weapons based off of what they've used in their yes. movie. Okay. anything they've that ever used. Cannon. Okay. Cannon stuff. Okay. 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 Seth Michael Myers. Tom, you get the next two picks, right? Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. I do. I do. And I'm going to go with two great picks. Two great picks. First pick is somebody I mentioned earlier tonight. The Shocker. Shocker. We're talking about a guy who, once the police were after him, took down a whole squadron of police officers without them even knowing he was there, escaped has supernatural abilities to teleport, can possess people, is is trained in hand-to-hand combat, even with a limp leg. The shocker. Tell me about that leg, Tom. Tell me about that leg. He does have a limp, but it doesn't. I mean, sometimes it's there and sometimes it isn't. In many scenes, he just doesn't have it. He sneaks. He's so sneaky, he can sneak up on four policemen and kill them, so it can't be that much of a deterrent. Okay, okay. And like I so said, he once walk. he gets his electrical powers, it doesn't matter anyways, which is the one I'm going with. Electric. Tell me about the electrical powers, Tom. He, I've never seen can, this. He can manifest himself and like move through electrical devices. Like Bones. he can like, teleport through a TV. He TV. can possess. He's got Computers. the power of possession. Okay. He's yeah. a juggernaut. And the only way he's killed at the end is they they destroyed his totem or something. Like a locket. Like Inception. Kind of like that, yeah. But uh, he's a badass. All right. Who's your next pick? And my next pick is Seth, somebody we're familiar with. The tall man. Uh, the tall man. Now we're talking. The tall man. You know the to- a lot of the tall man's power society. You've heard him. He's... 
He can shape shift. He's got, and of course, with the shocker, my uh, my attachment is his large combat knife he uses to murder everyone. But with the tall man, I'm picking the ball. The balls, not the ball. ball? No, the ball, Josiah. The ball. Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma, Josiah. Gotcha, gotcha. Star on. Wars. Tell, tell me about the ball, Tom. I've never seen this. I don't know hardly anything. It's a metallic ball that floats. has no propulsion. It's just a, a floating metal ball in the air. And it can go at, you know, it's fast. It zooms around the room. It, it has it, it, knives come out of it, stabs you in the face, drills into you, mutilates you, destroys you. And you can't stop it. You can't, you can't reason with it. Not only that, the tall man's got all these. He's super strong. He's the tall man. He can't be killed. He's basically indestructible. Sure. So he, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So he uses a ball. Right. A metal. It's got spikes on it. It can, it can shoot spikes out of it. Yeah. And, and drill and float around. It's, it's pretty terrifying. So tell me how he would kill Jason and Michael. Mike. Right. Tell us how. I well, need he... info. Examples with the ball, with the ball, the ball would destroy them. It would tear off their limbs and zoom around the room and take them out. Really, for me, my strategy against, say, Jason would not involve the tall man. No, my strategy with Jason would involve the shocker, because as we've seen, a lot of Jason's resurrection and death comes from electricity. Shocker. Wow electrocutes him. Jason's down. He's got to be re- resurrected in the next film. He's done. He's finished. Well, what if you accidentally resurrect him? Well, that, you wouldn't. If you resurrect him, then you unresurrect him. Whichever, whichever would call in the situation. Okay. Right. <laughs> You're not, okay. Yeah. So, and again, Michael Myers is just Seth picked the Rob Zombie Michael Myers. He didn't pick the zombie Michael Myers. So, He's just a regular guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's big just, and he's strong. Yeah. He's big and he's strong. Yes. And he has a big knife. Right. Yeah. But when he comes up against that orb from the tall man, it's going to stab him in the head and kill him immediately. And that's Tom, it. Let me, let me ask you this. That's let it. Ask you this. Game's over. Heart attack, you know, just <laughs> anything, really. Yeah. So the let me ask you this, Tom. The tall man, he's the guy who tranny tricks people, right? Yes. So would Jason or Michael fall for the tranny no, trick? No, neither of them. See, here's what we could do. Here's what we could do. Let's say the tall man comes up to Jason and he's he transforms himself into a camper. Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Oh, oh, the mom. Oh, Jason, my sweet boy, please put down your axe. And that's when the shocker comes up behind him, snaps his neck, takes his head off, electrocutes him, whatever you want to, whichever. It doesn't okay. matter. Point yeah. is, that strategy, can't mess with that. Any rebuttal from you two gentlemen? Yeah, I need to hear something because from the ball. Yeah, can't mess with the ball. I re- I don't know anything about it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking his argument now, and it's two versus one versus one. We don't have our other picks yet, so this we'll is get fair. We'll, 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 get the other we'll get the other picks in. Okay, Seth, Tom, you're up next. Is is Frederick Krueger allowed, or is is he is he not allowed? Since he's not exactly well, he's allowed, Seth. But if it's not in the dream world, which this isn't, they're all awake. But are they awake the whole time? Well, unless somebody's going to take a nap, right? <laughs> so what if Michael's? What if Michael? Right? 
takes the butt of his knife and he just comes down on uh, on the shocker's head, right? And he and he goes into sleep land. And then then, then comes in Fred. Okay. What do we think? We think? I mean, like I don't this? I mean their their alternate dimensions may it could be a good foil for the shocker because they do go both go into alternate dimensions. So I mean, okay, so what if I picked Leatherface? Do I get his whole like corrupt uh, town and family and like all that, or do I just you get him the chainsaw? chainsaw? I you just get I just get the mindless guy and the chainsaw. You can get that big old chainsaw, that big one he uses. <laughs> yeah, that's so just going that only like boy. humans like. <laughs> and so if I go if I go if I go Ghostface, do I get Billy Loomis or do I get what 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 happens? You get one thing. Him and a weapon. Come on, Seth. Move it along. Just come on. Keep keep everything going. Stop the same, overcomplicating like, it. Let's go with the same theme you Jeez. have here. Like everybody with just big knives. That's idiot. It. Just knife the knife crew. Oh, come on. Seth. So with big white guy, like six foot five white guys with a knife. Let me tell you what I was thinking for Kruger. You could pick his knives. Right. Okay. Or you remember in Freddy versus Jason when he has those big bows of knockout. Uh, serum and syringes that he uses to put someone down and then he gets in them through that right yeah, yeah that's possible that. so like like a, like a sleep aid yeah but he wouldn't have his blades which he he's pretty good in the room with Tylenol PM yeah Tylenol PM so make your pick I'm, I'm tired of waiting make your pick you got some like options on. here, Seth. You've already decided who wins, Josiah. You're just trying to get through this. Seth, so you, got go. some you, good give, you got some good options, Seth. Yep. Let's go, you Seth. Give some on. arguments. Three, it's fine. Come on, two, let's go. And there's still one. some powerful players out there. There's still some really powerful players. Yeah. How many of come them on. are? How many of them are obscure though? I don't have. On, I have. I have a good one. one. Three, two, one, go. All right, all right. I'll go. We'll go, we'll go Kruger. We'll go Kruger. All right. Okay. Explain who the hell that is, because I don't know who that is. Freddy Krueger, give me something. All right, Freddy yeah. Krueger, like we were talking about earlier, he you is saw this, the movie. He can only he attack was, people through their dreams. Nightmare? nightmare, he was yeah, nightmare yeah. Nightmare guy. That's him. Have to be asleep okay, okay. for him to attack. So they if, do if you're not asleep, asleep you're not nothing happens. Sleep. Right. Well, what? We don't know if any of these other explain. things that we talk about Seth, are sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but but now let's go with canon, right? In Freddy versus Jason, he gets dragged out into the real world, right? And, and he, he still, puts on a show. He still retains his powers. He's pretty tough. So I he has say his retains powers. his power. He does not retain his powers, but he's he's very agile. He's very strong, and he takes a lot of big. And he has a days. good one liners. A lot of good one liners. A lot of good one liners. So that's going to be important for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think so <laughs> tell too. Me, <laughs> tell me how he defeats Tom's people. In in ten seconds hold, or less. Hold on, on, hold on. We got we got to finish we got to finish our draft before we start getting into the. All movie. right, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, oh, we'll okay, okay. Yeah, thing. dumbass. Wait, who's Shut name? Up, yeah. I am going with one we haven't mentioned at all, which is Pinhead. Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What are we thinking, Gordon? He has okay. explain this to like an elementary school kid. Okay. I've never so heard of this guy. Pinhead's what, what, is, what, is, that, what is his item, Gordon? Pinhead has levitation, teleportation. He can create objects from thin air, and he can turn Ooh. people into cinnabites. Uh, I don't know what that is, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. But his signature move is he uses mind control to attack victims with hooks and chains. Okay. Thank you. Hooks and chains. We got it. What item? Uh, Nothing. You don't want him to have anything. His brain. I don't know. Give. I guess just for shits and gigs, just give him a scythe. I don't know. Whatever. That's a cool weapon. Yeah. Pinhead is an extremely powerful pick. Is that what you're picking, Gordon? Yeah. And it's locked in. I'm locking it in. But I think you made a grave mistake. See, just as Seth, like how Freddy Krueger gets all his powers when people are asleep, Pinhead is only a threat if somebody goes into his box. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it'll just be a little box laying there on the ground, which somebody will stomp on. Mm-hmm. Unless you pick up Pinhead's box and try to solve it, he's no threat at all. So Gordon has made a terrible pick. It's a pretty heavy box, though. No, it's it's very small. It's a very paperweight, small. dude. So it yeah. looks heavier than it than it. You know, it's heavier than it looks. <laughs> that ain't it, Gordon. <laughs> See, I thought about Pinhead, but I I knew that limitation. Thomas, unless, not your turn, fucker. Unless somebody picks up the box and solves it, no threat. All right. It's not your turn, Tom. Sorry. All right. Wh- whose turn is it? <laughs> it should have been mine there, but Hunter uh, chose. So. Oh, it's. I think it's my turn what? again. Is that correct? Whose turn is it? I think it's mine it's, again, right? It's Hunter's turn again. Yes. Wait, is it? What, what round yeah, is you've this? Got, Three? You, you got Michael Myers and Fred Krueger. Okay, then Tom went twice. It's Hunter's time to go twice. Right. We're picking he three first. each, right? Oh, right, of course. Jeez. Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Um... <laughs> this is tough. So you... I feel like a lot of the, the best have been taken wait did hunter pick first yes yes idiot just tom tell him to shut up he's got he's got he's got jason and he's got a box what do you have and i have got shocker and the tall man transgender because you were third right shocker the tall man's a good ass team (laughs) all right all right go ahead i'm gonna go with the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Okay. Okay. What Scarecrow? year? Yeah. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What would you be? What year? He explain. Explain that joke to me. Years, he's completely dormant. And one year he comes out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every, so, <laughs> so it's, so that, it's year. that year. <laughs> <laughs> it's year 12 and he's asleep. Yep. I'll give it to you, Gordon. He's a year. He's awake. Sure. Okay, and uh, what is your weapons? I don't know. Just he's got a lot of them. Doesn't he have like the little like claw thing or something like that? Like go with his truck. The truck, big ass truck. Scary eyes. Why does he need a truck? We run people off the road or run down a supernatural entity well this isn't like a road rage situation this is uh it's in a coliseum gordon you just plenty of room to drive around if you want the truck take the truck 
Or he throws like shurikens. Mm-hmm. They're made out of human bones. Shuriken. You know, like a ninja star, but it's made out All of right. human bone and teeth. I guess if you, if you, Tom, if you say the truck is the best option, then I'm going to go with the truck. He's just going to drive a truck around the Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not only so that, this guy drives the truck. Okay. I but he <laughs> wants me to pick the truck because can, his guy can, can like manipulate the truck. He can fly. He can fly. He can fly. And he has he, like super regenerative powers, but he does. Usually, if he gets like messed up, like way too bad, like his arms get ripped off or something, he does have to feed to regenerate at that point. But he usually does. It's it's hard to kill him. He's like a cockroach. Mm-hmm. And even if you do kill him, kill him, he still comes back, as most of these guys do. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is hard. Convincing, Seth. convincing argument there, Hunter. Seth. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yes. Is it Seth? All right, Tom. What do you what do you think about uh, the villain from the Grudge? Is she up for up for uh, grabs here? I think it's more supernatural. But she's she's a humanoid. She was murdered by her it's husband. A ghost. But I mean, she was a person. She was, but it's a ghost. I mean, what is she gonna do? Murder you, boy that screams right. like a cat. Can I pick death from Final Destination? Just like the idea of death. <laughs> Again, it's, they're, they're supernatural like jason who's a zombie and then okay. they're supernatural like they can't manifest gordon i mean uh pinhead's almost like that too but he he, he does have his box which connects him to the world what connects grudge to the world the house i mean are you gonna pick the house and who's gonna go in that house so we're all fighting yeah. in this house <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all fighting we just right. look over and there's a neighborhood house and it's like, I'm not going in there. I'm burn it down. <laughs> burn it down. And whatever entity's in there is going to burn with it. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> well, if you all let me pick her, can I pick Pennywise? Is he allowed? Pennywise is not From allowed. it. Pennywise is a supernatural so any, creature. So, so anything that would beat Tom is not allowed. That's fair. It's a supernatural right. creature. It's not a humanoid. All right, fine. It's That's a giant fine. space spider from another dimension. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be at least a humanoid, Seth. That's what was agreed upon. Yeah, but I said yeah. uh, the girl from the grudge and she right. was a person. I'm saying that's Steph probably a bad somebody. pick. You can pick Steph. the girl from the grudge, but you're going to have to pick the house. She's like a mortal, though. She does not. She's undefeated. All these people are. Every one of them. Seth, go with uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. You want me to go with the cancer patient (laughs) in a a pig mask? There's still some pretty good ones you aren't thinking of. Cancer guy. You should. You should. What if I pick Samara from The Ring and we play the videotape for uh, for the shocker? If your one one item is the videotape, then you can't. There's no TV to play it on. What if we play it in a cabin? Right where wait, there's no the cabin. Shocker, the shocker might go into a cabin though. There's no cabin on the field. It's a coliseum. You got to bring everything in. So I'll tell you what. Uh, oh with Pinhead, God. I will manifest <laughs> a, a TV and VCR for you if you want. You bring can't it. do that. You can't do that. You're in the box. <laughs> I just did. And until somebody's smart enough to, you think Jason's gonna solve that box? Yeah. That's your other pick. Yeah. Now if you picked a smart guy. 
they could maybe figure it out. Jason's not going to figure that box out. See, see now, what, now, what if we give home court? <laughs> the creeper what if we, give, what if we give home court to Jason, maybe, right? Might. And it's on Camp Crystal Lake. And the videotape is in a VHS player. Y'all are losing me. Y'all are losing me. <laughs> Josiah's done. <laughs> Come on, Seth. Make a pick. God. There's Cropsy left, Seth. Candyman. Oh. You want Candyman? Candyman. Supernatural. Oh. Yep. Bees. I don't Funny. know enough about Candyman. No, I never saw that movie. Candyman's a pretty good pick, Seth. He's a lot better than the other ones you named. Yeah. You pick Candyman and his bees. You leave the hook at home. He leaves the hook at home. He takes the bees. What about Chucky? Chucky said. What does he get, though? The element of surprise? Is that it? And a knife. Yeah, he's got a knife. (laughs) knife. Or you can bring his bride. What's her name again? Tiffany? Yeah, Tiffany. What What do you think, Seth? You got some good picks, too. You got some good picks. Pamela. You shit all over all my picks. Come on, Seth. I'm getting sick of this. Come on. <laughs> Somebody, I'm done. I'm taking, on. An, I'm taking Annie Wilkes for misery, okay? Annie, <laughs> Annie who? Annie Wilkes. She's like a shocker super fan, and he is <laughs> in, <laughs> he's in a motor. Sledgehammer? He's is in a motor the crash. Sledgehammer, the shotgun, or the pistol, Seth? <laughs> Which one? Oh. Take I'm, the taking, I'm taking the uh, what, what's what's the medicine she gives? Him? I can. Um, <laughs> the, the sleeping pills. I'm taking the, the sleeping, sleeping pills. pills. <laughs> yeah, she rescues him from a bad crash, Josiah, and and and, and instead of nursing him back to health, she keeps him disabled so she can take care of him for the yeah. rest of her life. She's like an evil nurse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's like a super so, fan of his, and she's bringing uh, the sleeping medication. The shocker. Tom and the shocker. And Tom's other. Who's <laughs> no. He just said that the writer. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> Misery Chastain. All right, where are we at? That's your pick, Tom. You, you're rounding it out. All right. <laughs> I got two pretty good ones. I could pick Leatherface. Yeah, I thought about picking him, but he's just a mongoloid with a chainsaw. And he's an yeah. idiot. And he's you know, track people. He's kind of retarded. Yeah. And he gets scared easily. <laughs> and uh he's really not that strong like some people kind of like almost take him down like regular dudes he's kind of like he's kind of like a mutual friend we know we'll say <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right I, I i think if i'm not gonna pick him i'm gonna go with carrie 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 stephen king's carrie another stephen king the Harry bullied Harry. 90 pound girl from high school who has telekinetic <laughs> abilities What's her item? With her mind and almost and kills more people than any of the guys you named, except for Jason. He's actually got more kills than her, but she's second. What does she use? What's her what's her item? Pig's blood. She's got, she's got telekinesis. She moves things with her mind and she can do it at will. Her item. She can she brings a, down a whole building on people. Tampon? What what would she bring? Tampon. A bucket of blood. <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. All right. She's just kind of a she's just kind of a moody teenager. Like that's all she really is. With telekinetic abilities, is there anything more dangerous than a teenager with telekinetic abilities, Josiah? You're right, Tom. You're Thank speaking you. my language. Thank you. I don't know. Maybe the guy that I chose that has the higher body count. Yeah, or my guy with a fucking it. knife. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Seth's right. like middle-aged guy that just has knives. All right. And it, nobody can so, get close to Carrie. Look, let's just pretend that the shocker has uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as hostage, and, and and Michael is on the revenge path. That's all. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Michael, it, it ain't gonna be able to do nothing. <laughs> so your he weapon maybe... is Jamie Lee Curtis, and then Annie Wilkes. Puts uh puts the shocker to sleep with sleeping pills and then Freddy Krueger comes in and slaughters his fucking ass. How oh. is she gonna? Oh. How, how is she gonna get the shocker with a genius level intellect? Might I add? Right. To take these sleeping pills. That's where you're at, Seth, and that's not where you're gonna. There, there's an impasse there. She's gonna put. She's gonna chain him up to a bed so that he. Thank can't you, break Hunter. Loose. Thank you, Hunter. I could. I could see her convince. Let's say she puts on a sweater. Now she's Mrs. Voorhees. Right, Jason, thanks, Tom. Will you take these pills, please? Thanks, Tom. Jason, take take. Mommy needs you to take your pills. Jason right. takes the pills, and then Freddy destroys Jason in the Thank dream you, world. Thank you, Tom. Mm. Jason's taken happened, out. Though. Jason's out of the equation. No Jason one brought. No one brought a sweater to this event. All right. He always wears sweaters, anyways. <laughs> I wouldn't even say it needed to be an extra. All right. If that's not the case, the tall man disguises himself as Mrs. Voorhees. That's right. Tall man, the tall man's like 70. He takes frequent naps. Freddy's there. Right. Oh, uh, oh. Thank you, Tom. He doesn't sleep. <laughs> frequent naps. You're falling apart, Tom. Falling he's, like apart. 70, he's like he's 75. Being. He doesn't, he, most of these movies take place at night, and he's wide awake. That's canon. Did you that's guys canon. forget about this rogue <laughs> truck? That is being driven around the Coliseum by the Creeper. But Carrie is tossing that piece of shit truck as soon as it enters the field of play. And if Carrie doesn't do that, then the Shocker will take control of it and crash him right into the wall. Yeah. Well, he, can control, he controls mechanical, uh, you know, things. Well, beforehand, the Creeper right. uh, solved the, the box. The Creeper didn't solve the box. He, he solved the box. He may anyway. have solved the box. But do you know what happens once the box is solved? I don't. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so it, confused, Tom. Okay, okay. Whoever solves the box that Hunter Hunter's picked the Hellraiser, and he lives in the box. And whoever solves the box, Pinhead. Yes, Pinhead's box. Pinhead Larry. Let's say that the He's creeper does. What's that? that? He's Nails. got pins all through. Yeah, his yeah, head? yeah. That's the guy. That guy. Okay. You know gotcha. Yeah. I've seen him. He's trapped in this box. He's in a box for all eternity, right? He's the demon, like the genie, basically. But he's with in a fucking box. But you don't want to rub this lamp. The the only way to activate him is to open the box. Is that how the it only works? fucking yes, he's way? He's trapped. I mean, so Michael's taking this box and throwing it halfway across. Yeah. So how how did how did those movies even? Gordon happen? Gordon's making the claim that Pinhead. Or that the creeper, his other person on his team, will solve the box and release him. Mm -hmm. But is that going to be the case? Because in no the movies, whoever solves the box only gets taken into the box and tormented for eternity. Okay. Pinhead, never, oh. Pinhead never manifest in the real world. He's well, trapped. Then, let's do it this oh, way. Okay, uh, okay. Seth's lady is a very, very much an intellectual. Annie and Wilkes. uh she she would definitely be enthralled by that box and solve that. Um, and then Annie Wilkes right. is taken in, yes, and, and stabbed and mutilated and ripped She's apart. Out. 
Correct. But this is after she puts down the shocker with the sleep medication. That's not what happens. Okay. This is yep. the chronological order. No, that's Tom. the order. Yep. We're correct. Uh, okay. Gosh. He, he's What's genius accurate? level intellect. He doesn't take medication. Right, yep. Shocker's dead. All right. Next. What are we moving on to? Okay. Shocker's Thanks, dead. Right. Annie, Annie Wilkes has a box. Thank you. That's not what happened. This, this is a poor narrative. How is this going this way? This is not what, ha- what happened at all. She's in the box. All right. She's dead. Okay. Um, all right. Honestly, I think Pinhead is just going to be the ultimate winner here because he's just going to, he's just going to basically wait it out until, until all the somebody others steps dead. on the box and destroys him. Look, it ends with the guy with the big Wrong knife box. and the William Shatner mask. That's how it ends. There you go. That's definitely not going to happen. It's going to be the tall man. Oh, that guy's going to. That guy's going to get thrown into this arena, and then he's going to have a heart attack because he's actually a real dude, and he's just going to kill over and die. All right. I mean, I, he's younger. I wouldn't say that he would have a heart attack. I mean, it's anyway, not like... he's he's a human. Anybody could kill him easily. He's got the old man strength, though. Well, you're talking about Annie Wilkes taking down the shocker. <laughs> And you're going to tell me that it is not possible yet probable? She seduces him, <laughs> puts him in a bed, and then drugs him, and then Freddy Krueger kills him. See, there's Tom, day rape. Day rape. There's one problem with your theory there. The shocker is a homosexual. So she would oh, not be able to- a trump card. Well, she's oh, very manlike. Sorry. Hmm. All right, guys. All right. Uh, the creeper... <laughs> <laughs> the creeper seduces the shocker. Creeper. Shocker. The creeper? The yeah. Creeper. Even awake. Look, Annie Wilkes' attention to detail is unmatched. She saw the little little turtle change 45 degrees in the living room, right? Am I right? Am I wrong here? Right, right, right. Penguin. Yeah. Penguin, but yes. Oh, it was a penguin. <laughs> she picked up on that. Yes. She's perceptive. We know who the answer is here. What's the answer? We got the, we got the unstoppable killing machine, Freddy Krueger. We got the uh, the psychopath, you know, deranged Annie Wilkes, and we have the mindless yet driven Michael Myers, who was equipped with a butcher's knife. We're talking about an old lady, a mentally <laughs> handicapped dude that has no special talents, <laughs> and, and a guy that's trapped in the dream world. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm ready to rule. Josiah, right. you've heard the arguments. Who wins I, the horror costume? I think I'm more confused than the listeners right now. I'm so like, I'm so confused. Listener, not on. listeners. Listener, that's right. Thank you. Um, look, okay. Hunter has a guy pinhead that I've never heard of. Right, Apparently, he's in a box. He's in a box the whole time. But he did take out the uh, the shocker. The shocker's dead. That's not what happened. Yeah, no, See, shocker's dead. dead. So you may yeah, win. Yeah. That's not what happened. Yep. Look. Okay. So, Seth, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) We can agree on that. We can agree on that. Seth, you lose, okay? (laughs) You're out. Get out. Okay, so here's my last last chance. Tom and Hunter. Explain what's going on with this shocker fella and this pinhead fella. Because I'm confused. So, it's between this. If you all can work your way... It's one of you all. So, Hunter, you've got Jason mm-hmm. with the machete. You've Correct. got Pinhead, who's in a box mm-hmm. with a scythe. If somebody gets in the box with them, I'm guessing. Sure, sure yeah. yeah. And you've got Creeper, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Again, I apologize. To here's what. Here's where I see it. Here's the way I see it. Hunter doesn't. Hunter's got. Hunter's got two people because Pinhead's already beat because he's in the box. He's useless. So he's got the creeper, and he's got who was Jason. the other guy? Jason. Jason. Okay, and he's putting that up against a person with superpowers over electricity that Jason's never come into contact with. He's sure. against Carrie in in Friday the 13th, part huh. seven. Who's uh, she, Carrie? She's a high school girl going through puberty. Carrie is a telekinetic girl. <laughs> she's okay, a pu- what? prepubescent teenager. <laughs> she's going through her emo stage? Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. and she's, got, right, so, she, she's a high school girl with telekinetic powers. Yeah, who, does she, who does she take out, Tom? You she talking Jason? Really, either. Creeper? But, but, but. I would say Jason in particular, because in Friday the 13th, part seven, oh. Jason takes on a young girl with telekinetic abilities and she brings down a house on him. That's how that movie plays out. And Let me really, ask you this, Tom. How many more Jason movies were made after that film? Oh. I mean, just one. But he was defeated. You said in seven, right? There was eight, and then you said there was the next but, one. But she defeated the one with him Jamie Lee Curtis. The climax of seven, <laughs> right? Get up on her. Get up on her. He defeated Jason go in the climax go. of seven, and he only right. came back when he was electrocuted. Now, had you had the shocker who could have brought Jason back to life, you may have an argument. But hmm. if he's just going to be there dead on the ground, Jason's finished. Tom, let me ask you how many carry movies? Elementary. It's elementary. How many Carrie movies were there? Yeah. I mean, there's one and then a remake. She freaks out and kills her mom, and then that's it. Look, that's look, it. We, we, we have a whole movie made showing mm-hmm. while Carrie would defeat Jason. That's one of the reasons I picked Carrie as a foil to Jason. And yeah. also the shocker, two foils to Jason. He's finished. But he's my not team, dead. My team destroys him 100%. He's not dead, though. All in the right. middle of this coliseum is a thunderstorm. All right. Oh, a thunderstorm are brewing out there. Just manifest thunderstorms. That was not in the rules. So it stop happens. where you're at. Stop with man- the manifest, uh, sunlight either, Tom, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You what about sunlight? You can't pick the weather, Tom. Yeah. I, I, there is no weather. It's, it's a blank coliseum. How can you just manifest a storm? So, so it's sunny then? So it's sunny and partly cloudy? Wait, wait, wait. What? It's light <laughs> drizzle? Hold on. It's, hold a on, hypothetical, hold on. it's a hypothetical costume with no, with, with no weather pattern. It's, look, it's, look, look, look. Hunter, what does weather have to, what does the sun, what does the thunderstorm have to do with anything? I, I've lost that. Because that's the, uh, the electricity is what can regenerate Jason. Okay. All right. But his Here's whole thing with the shocker is that like it would kill Jason, but it would also. But it wouldn't. It do the opposite. Right. Right. You're an idiot, Tom. What an idiot. Do you yeah, have, Tom. A, do you have truck, a rebuttal? The truck is going to crush Jason. He's going to be 10 feet under the ground dead. The truck. No, no. My, my either, truck. Either the shocker takes truck. control of the truck. Either Tom. the shocker takes control of the truck or Carrie picks it up with her telekinetic abilities and smashes. Tom. Him. So, either Tom, way. Question. Question. Tom, question. I played the Jason game once, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. Jason stops the car in that game, does he not? Every time. 
Yeah, but we're talking about a truck here lifted with teleconnect abilities. We're not talking about a rusty sedan that barely has any gas and a working battery in it. We're talking right. about a, a 10,000 pound Mack truck. All right. And also, cool. if you look in multiple Jason movies, Josiah, if you knew more about the canon, multiple Jason movies, he gets hit by a car and gets flung off the road. And right. And then what if happens? Hunter, if yeah. Hunter had specified, if Hunter had specified, Jason from Friday the 13th, the game, we'd have oh. a thing. He said, no, he said Jason from Friday the 13th, part six, the movie. The, zombies. Where I he, he the zombie Jason. Right. Correct. So Where he gets run off the road. He's finished. He doesn't die. Yeah. Run him off the road. And then guess what happens after that? He dies. Right, I'm done. He comes right, right back. Four times. I've got it. I've got he, it. Coming back. He dies as a zombie. I don't, I don't right. like how Tom gets to dictate the rules here. He tells me I can't pick these guys because they're demons. We but, he can, <laughs> but he can pick an unstoppable metallic ball. I mean, read <laughs> on the right. rules. Yeah, Tom, I'm not even sure that that's actually uh, a humanoid. If uh, What's that? Oh. The ball? The ball's not a humanoid. Yeah, but yeah. accessory to him is is the knife. Is the machete a humanoid? That that, that was. But, but the ball's like his own he, being. He didn't Tom. take advantage of the, the ball. Rule. Is like his own being. He didn't put in the time to think this out. You lost, Tom. Just the, make the humanoid part. All right. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. Shut up. It's over. I've picked. All right. I don't want any attitude from either of you two about who won, who lost. Look, it came down to it came down to one character who was eliminated and became two on three. There wasn't enough good enough reason. Tom, you you win. Right? What? No way. Pinhead got eliminated because some out of box. I don't know. I haven't seen the freaking movie. Oh my god. I, I don't know what else to say. Tom. You win based off of one character that, that Hunter picked, and that would be Pinhead. Again, I don't know anything about these freaking movies, so I don't want to hear any so comments. Why are you judging? Why are you, judging? you heard the arguments. You heard the arguments. I did what I could. I apologize to Hunter. It was a good try. Seth's an idiot as always. There we <laughs> go. Continue on. I mean, this is my wheelhouse. If I was going to win a Coliseum, it would be the Slasher Coliseum. Nobody knows more about these movies and these characters than I do. Tom, I especially pick, especially I, I, not in this group. I would have picked Hunter. Don't push it, Tom. You're a little cocky. I don't like it. Seth, you only would have picked Hunter because I was winning. That's true. That's that the only true. reason. But you agree with me. You're saying the tall man? You love the tall man. He training tricks people. He right? trying to tricks people, yes. It's a shapeshifter. <laughs> that does it for me. <laughs> and that came most in. powerful of all the beings. I tried to pick a shapeshifter like Pennywise, and Tom says, no, 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 no. But yeah, I can pick a shapeshifter. Because Pennywise was never a human. He's, a, he's an intergalactic space spider from another dimension. The tall man was a real man that lived on Earth that practiced black magic and learned how to shapeshift. He's not a spider. He's not a spider. Tom, you're a spider. That's right. You're off the show. That's right. <laughs> that comment <laughs> was over the line, and you know it. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, I didn't mean to call you a spider. But, uh, yeah, screen things, you can always, uh, if you didn't agree with Josiah's decision, which you should, it was obvious. I don't even think it was close, in my opinion. I mean, y'all, y'all's picks was not very well thought out. Y'all didn't pick good uh, attachments. It was, it was definitely an easy pick for Josiah. But, mm. you know, maybe you got a different opinion. 
I had Annie thoughts. Wilt armed with a thing of sleep pills. How is that not a good choice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you see. Yep. Well, Scream Fiends, we hope you endured the horror show tonight. It's not our mission here at Screen Kings to keep your eyes peeled back as you clutch your teddy bear before bed. But sometimes it just turns out like that. Uh, so uh, take a volume, see a psychiatrist, and meet back here next week with us on the Screen Kings pod. Let's get the fuck out of here, boys. Yo, with your baby.